Hey, I'm Chantel, and you're listening to The Journey with Dr. Chantel Moore, a podcast about releasing our story, being proud of ourselves, and traveling our journey well to the glory of God. This is episode two. We're diving into how Nehemiah overcame the enemies of his dreams. Make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already. Let's dive in. One of the first ways Nehemiah overcame his enemies is through his relationship with God. I'm going to start us off with an example to lay the groundwork. Let's say you are very close to a family member or friend. Let's say someone who we will call a messenger brings you a lie about this close family member or friend. As the messenger is telling the lie, you immediately know it's a lie. Why? Because you know your family member or friend through your relationship with them. This is what happened to Nehemiah. Nehemiah was not in Jerusalem long before his enemy showed up. In Nehemiah chapter 2 and verse 19, it was his first encounter with his enemies. They laughed at him. Ha, what do you think you're doing? Do you think you can cross the king? Nehemiah knew the enemies were telling lies to make Nehemiah doubt God. If they could make Nehemiah doubt God, then Nehemiah would not proceed with rebuilding the wall. So Nehemiah responded with, The God of heaven will make us prosper, and we his servants will arise and build, but you have no portion or right or claim in Jerusalem. In other words, Nehemiah dismissed the lies of his enemies because Nehemiah knew God through Nehemiah's relationship with God. His enemies couldn't make him doubt God. Nehemiah was too close to God for that. I think sometimes when we struggle with trusting God, it's because we don't know God. The point I'm making is, If we get to know God through a relationship with him, it develops our trust in God, which enables our faith to function, which further enables us not to believe the lies of our enemies. Which brings me to point number two. Nehemiah overcame his enemies through prayer. I'm going to give an example to illustrate number two as well. You know, young children, anytime they encounter a problem, trouble, an issue, the first thing they do is run to mom. Or dad. These kids believe, actually, young children know, they are convinced that whomever or whatever is creating a problem will meet its end when mom and dad find out. Nehemiah felt the same way about God. Nehemiah knew any enemy pursuing him would meet its end when it encountered God. So Nehemiah took his enemies to God. In Nehemiah 4, verses 4 through 5, we read that Nehemiah prayed, Hear God, for we are despised. Turn back their taunts on their own heads and give them up to be plundered in a land where they are captives. Do not cover their guilt and let not their sin be blotted out from your sight, for they have provoked you to anger in the presence of the builders. When Nehemiah's enemies were plotting to attack Jerusalem, Nehemiah 4 and 9 tells us, and we prayed to our God. According to Nehemiah 4 and verse 15, the plot to the enemy was frustrated. That means that God caused the enemy's plans to fail. When Nehemiah's enemies persisted in Nehemiah chapter 6 and verse 9, Nehemiah prayed that God would strengthen his hands. We see that Nehemiah wasn't overcoming his enemies because Nehemiah was smart, brave, or possessed other heroic characteristics. Rather, Nehemiah prayed, he invited God to intervene, and God overcame Nehemiah's enemies. And finally, point number three, Nehemiah did not allow his emotions to separate him from God. When we encounter challenges, we experience different emotions. 
It's normal to feel emotions such as anger, sadness, or frustration. Indeed, when Nehemiah learned that the wall in Jerusalem needed rebuilding in chapter 1 and verse 4, he wept and mourned for days. He fasted and prayed to God. In Nehemiah chapter 2 and verse 1, we read that he was sad. There was a period of about four months that passed between Nehemiah learning about the wall in chapter 1 and Nehemiah talking with the king in chapter 2. Four months without an answer can be a long time, depending on what you need God to do. When we pray and God doesn't answer within the expected time frame, we may find ourselves experiencing various emotions from doubt to disappointment to anger. But we shouldn't stop praying. We shouldn't leave our relationship with God. Most importantly, we shouldn't allow our emotions to make decisions. Nehemiah's emotions could not separate him from his relationship with God. He knew God too well, too intimately for his emotions to make him doubt God. When God answered Nehemiah, God responded by ensuring the king was in agreement with rebuilding the wall. God gave Nehemiah all the resources he needed. God defeated Nehemiah's enemies. And God enabled Nehemiah to rebuild the wall in 52 days. Remember Philippians 4 verses 6 through 7 tell us not to be worried about anything, but with prayer and thanksgiving to make our requests known to God. Romans 8 and 28 tells us, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. Joshua 1 and 9 tells us, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid for God is with us wherever we go. The next time you're waiting for God to answer, don't let your emotions become your enemy. Do not let your emotions separate you from God. I know sometimes we may stop praying or reading. We may not attend church for a week or two and sometimes longer when we become upset with God. Those are our emotions. We have to remember that God is big. He is great. He is awesome. He is almighty. He is infallible, which means he can't be wrong. And he is never failing, which means he can't fail. We have to trust God over what we feel. We have to trust God over what we see. We must remain in a position of prayer, even if all things around us are making it appear as if God is not working for us and with us. Remember, God is working with you and for you. God did it for Nehemiah. He is excited to do it for you too. Whatever it is, God is excited to do it. To wrap us up, it wasn't Nehemiah's bravery, wit, or other heroic characteristics that allowed Nehemiah to succeed. It was his relationship with God. Through his relationship with God, he was able to develop trust in God, which enabled his faith to function, which further enabled him not to believe the lies of his enemies. Number two, prayer. Each time his enemies mocked him or made plans against him, listen, his enemies made plans to hurt him. Nehemiah consistently took his enemies to God. His enemies never succeeded. They never touched him. And number three, Nehemiah did not allow his emotions to become his enemy. He did not allow his emotions to separate him from God. There's so much more packed into the book of Nehemiah. Read it. Let me know what you find out. Let me know what we can add to these three points. Thank you for listening to The Journey with Dr. Chantel Moore. In the next episode, I'm going to give you some practical tips that I learned from reading the book of Nehemiah. Be sure to subscribe to, rate, and review The Journey with Dr. Chantel Moore. See you next week.